back again today to talk more about how Jesus wants to guide us, how he is the light that can show the way for us, that he can shine his, the light of his person in front of us so we will not stumble, and he can shine the light into our past to forgive us and cleanse us, and he can show his, shine his light into our present to give us the wisdom to know how to make decisions. He wants to, light, to be the light in our emotions. This is where so many of us get tripped up. We believe our feelings are our emotions, even when they're giving us the wrong signals. You see, how you feel may simply be the matter of the fact that you have a, a migraine headache. How you feel emotionally may be dependent on the fact that you didn't get enough sleep, or, or whatever it is, or maybe it's just because somebody said a mean word to you, then you feel really down. And so what we have to come to see, we can't depend on our feelings per se, on our emotions per se. We have to believe what God says and that it's greater than how we feel. God says he will never leave us nor forsake us, Hebrews 13, 5. He says that he'll forgive us if we confess our sins, 1 John 1, 9. We have to believe his word. And when we believe his word, it brings light into our emotions and it helps us to see the truth. And we won't depend on just how we feel. Light exposes our secret sins, and our hidden attitudes. In John chapter 3, verses 19 through 20, the Bible talks about that and how God does that. So we need to believe God and his word, not our feelings. Feelings and are, are not something that can be depended upon because they vary. Jesus wants to be light in our will as well, that part of us that cho chooses, that part of us that makes decisions. Jesus offers to light up our will. Follow me, he says. That implies faithfulness, obedience, and companionship. Our choices must be to obey and follow him. Confusion reveals a need to draw close to him. When you're desperate about what to do, what decision to make, then don't depend on your feelings. I heard about a soldier who was in France, and he had met a French girl, and he liked her a lot. And he was praying, because he was a believer, he was praying, should he ask this French girl to marry him who, who really did not share his faith and who had a lot of other situations that were different from his. And so he walked into a Catholic church and he saw this beautiful stained glass window and there was a picture of Mary and her name was there, Mary, the mother of Jesus, and that was the name of his girlfriend. And he immediately took that as a sign from God in his emotions that that was the decision that he should make. So he married Mary. It was a total fiasco. The marriage only lasted a few months. It just isn't what God was not leading in that. That was not the leading of God. That was not the choice God would want him to make, not depend on some flimsy evidence like that. See, our choices must be first to follow Jesus, and then he will show us the way. And obedience is the key to do that, obeying his commands, if you're not in the middle of his will, if you're not doing what he tells you to do, then you're not going to get guidance. That's one of the things that always surprised me about people, even about myself, that I would think God would be guiding me. God would give me direction. God would show me what to do in a decision. If I'm not trusting him, it doesn't make any sense. I remember somebody told me this one time, that God always gives his best to those who leave the choice with him. And so as I began to leave the choice with him and ask him just to show me what he wanted, that made a difference. Another thing I always found, I found out that a friend told me who was 
much older as a believer and much more experienced, he said to me, God won't let you make a bad decision if you will totally trust him. But now the key is if you totally trust him. And so I remember one difficult decision I was trying to make in my life, and I wasn't sure what to do. And the more that God won't let you make a bad decision if you trust him. So I focused not on my decision. I started to focus on trusting him. I started to focus on depending on him. And as I focused on depending on him, then I got that sense of this is the thing to do. Now, here's one thing that I might throw out to you. In many of the life's biggest and hardest decisions, you don't have absolute 100%, no doubts, no questions. You see, if you're expecting that, that's not going to happen very many times. But if you have overwhelming certainty, God's in this, God's leading, and God's, you're trusting him with all your heart and in his word and in your prayer life, and whatever you're doing, God's giving guidance, then that's what you need to do. Because he, he is seeking to lead you in that. He is seeking to direct you in that. But the thing that happened to me in that situation was I, I had about 95% certainty. And I stepped out. It was one of the best decisions I'd ever made in my life. But you may never have 100% certainty. There's always The devil is always going to be able to throw in a few doubts and a few questions and a few things. That, that make life a problem. In John 8, uh, verses 31 and 32, in this same book, there's, some, there's a scripture that kind of helps us along this line. John 8, 31 says, uh, let me read it to you. And to the Jews who believed in him, Jesus said, if you hold on to my teaching, you are really my disciples. Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Jesus said, if you really believe what I'm saying, if you really hold to what I'm saying and trust me, then, then you'll, know, you'll know the truth. You'll know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Now, on a lot of college campuses across America, they put that, you'll know the truth, and the truth will set you free. And their idea of the truth is man's truth. And I'm not sure that man's truth will always set us free. Sometimes man's truth, which isn't truth at all but error, will put us into bondage, but God's truth always does. And God says that we should obey his word and we should follow his word. Jesus discovered the secret, Paul, I'm sorry, Paul discovered the secret of, of guidance. His moment-by-moment -moment fellowship with, with Jesus was the clarity for his daily decisions. And that's why he said God will lead you to his perfect will. Many of us are disobedient so, we cannot, so God can't guide us. You see, if we won't confess our sins, if we, if we won't forgive someone else, if we won't get our finances right and trust God with them, then we're, gonna, we're not going to be sure about what to do when the questions of decisions. Here's some questions to ask. What's my life agenda? What's my ultimate purpose? What's my mission statement for my life? Is it to know and do God's will? The highest will of God is that now wherever I find myself, I'm doing what pleases him the most. If I have a decision to make, which choice fits my life's purpose? Can I do this and keep my priorities straight? Will my choice glorify God and expand his kingdom? Would this decision bring me into a deeper relationship with God? Can I take Jesus with me into every aspect of this decision? You see, God's will never does contradict God's word. If you think that you're supposed to do something that the Bible clearly teaches we should not do, you're wrong because the Bible always is the, is the standard and the guide 
And that's what God wants us to remember as we make decisions. So God help you as you do that today.